0: Radio MD. RadioMD.com, emergency physician, TV personality, speaker, and writer. She's Dr. Lee. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, and welcome back to the show, Health from the Outside In. Well, my next guest is... Um, a physical medicine and rehab physician, and he's written a very interesting book, Dr. T's Drop the Fat Diet, 12 Steps to a Leaner You Forever. So I want to welcome him on the show, and he's going to tell us how we can rev up our metabolism. Welcome, Dr. Francisco Torres.
1: Oh, Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, basically, I, I just started this course of... Uh, finding out how to manage uh, obesity and, and uh, uh, a problem that has been rising very fast, and I see it every day with my patients. So, it, I, I started with myself. I was overweight all my life, i uh had suffering with childhood obesity, and, and then it took me uh, a, a cardiac episode to go to the, the nurse's room and figure out that if I had a heart problem, so. Uh, the, the, the final thing was that it was more due to conditioning and overweight. So after that, I did my transformation, and I've been collecting all these um, uh, experiences, how to make your metabolism better, more efficient, and also sustainable um, uh, compared to uh, diets that, uh, that offer you a quick uh, 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 fix, but then they don't last, and then yeah. morally because you go through periods that you don't know what you're doing, as a matter of fact.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I think that's very admirable. And I know that people, you know, they want to get advice from somebody that has that uh, firsthand experience of doing things. So it's the old doctor heal thyself. So what uh, I want to ask you, so people, there are lots of different steps and things that I've heard, um, about how to really increase your metabolism. And isn't, Probably the single most important thing related to that is trying to build up more lean muscle mass because we know that, um, you know, muscles and whether it's the, you know, little mitochondria inside of them or what it is, but muscle mass, you're burning more calories just having more muscle mass because it, it uses more energy to maintain the muscles.
1: You're absolutely right, though. So- if you ask me for one thing to increase your metabolism, it will be exercise, but done properly. Uh, one, of, one of the things that I see all the time here is that people say, Well, I'm getting old. I, I, I don't want to exercise. I don't need to exercise. And they start doing a lot of the cardio part and forget about the strengthening to build up the muscle fiber, which are highly, uh, um, it provides all this metabolism that can burn the calories even when you're sleeping. And, and And once you develop those muscles, it's a lot easier to control your appetite as well.
0: So how do you tell people so that means that you know it isn't you see these super thin um you know lean people they're running half marathons but that isn't that isn't really what's building up the muscle mass to help Absolutely. burn more Absolutely you
1: really have, your, your ideal picture is to be the sprinter the people who are short distance <laughs> fast do we call those interval training and and those are more efficient increase your metabolism at, at, at a faster rate and you burn more calories even at rest. So that will be the goal. Not really the marathon, they look, you know, very thin and, and, and without the, the the good quality of muscle mass.
0: So what do you tell your patients to start um, when it's you know, when you're building up muscle? How how do you do that? Is it weight well, training?
1: It, well yes, but first you evaluate their, their baseline. You know, we do a couple of measurements to be sure that you know we do the VO two max. We do uh, muscle measurements and then range of motion and all that. And then when we, we, we think that they're fit, that they're capable of, of, of getting involved with an exercise program, we design one basic based on short uh, episodes of uh, high-intensity exercise, and then we add the weight. And the weights go based on their one repetition maximum, and then we can do repetitions, or, and we can increase the weights accordingly.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And so you know, it's harder. That's a that's a big issue as people age. You know, even men have hormonal changes a little bit where they start to lose some muscle mass. But by doing a weight training and some interval training, can you kind of maintain it a little more steady state or lose it uh, lose it at a slower rate?
1: Well, that's absolutely correct. You know, we lose hormones one to three percent every year after 30 years of age. So if you do the math, you know that most of uh, people after 45 or 50 are going to have a deficiency of hormones. So what I personally do, I measure those to to have a baseline. But we know for a fact that by just doing exercise, we're going to increase the testosterone, the growth hormone. Uh, We can also lower the cortisol, which is affecting also the ability for the muscle to uh, regenerate or recover. So, yes, absolutely, exercise, uh, particularly strength uh, uh, training, is going to help to boost your your hormones, absolutely.
0: Okay, then what kind of recommendations for diet? I know, you know, I've heard people say if you eat too little, it's going to slow your metabolism down because your body kind of thinks it's going into a starvation mode. So you actually have to eat more, but I guess it matters what you eat.
1: Correct. my, My philosophy, and it's done frequent meals, but we control the calories on those meals and also the type of calories. So that's critical. But definitely frequent meals is going to keep your metabolism um, uh, always going instead of that, the starvation. starvation. I think that's why all these uh, yo-yo diet, diets, they fail because they go through a starvation and then the, the, the body starts to uh, uh, store fat. And the more you do that, the harder it's going to be for you to lose weight. And that's why these people die at the end say I cannot lose the weight after trying all these multiple diets.
0: So, what is the type of of food that you recommend if you're having frequent little meals? Well, no, so we high- always
1: got, uh, uh, lean protein is the, is the number one. You know, we increase the, the amount of lean protein, and then with a the complex carbohydrate, we stay away from the sugar because I think the sugar is the, the number one culprit, and the sugar is hidden in the. In the pasta, in the rice, and things like people don't assume that is sugar, and they're eating that constantly. So, and then we introduce also the healthy fat, like the nuts, uh, uh, to the to the equation. So that that's the proportion of uh, how we do it.
0: Hmm. So you're saying it's also the complex. Is there any value to? You know, no added sugars for sure, so no sugary drinks and things. And I guess a lot of sugar is even hidden in dairy and yogurts. Correct. But, but Absolutely. W- but what about, like, complex carbohydrates such as, um, like, whole grain pastas or brown rice? Is that well, something it, you...
1: It, it, that's, that's okay. Uh, that, you know, when you do uh, at least my weight loss program, you start first with the induction phase, which is a 28 days. So you're a little bit more strict not, you know, not doing that. But then after that, you introduce those very uh, gradually and they're okay. They're perfectly fine. Um, uh, I think that it's just a matter of your goals. If you're trying to lose weight or sustain already uh, healthy with a, and you're comfortable with the weight you are on. So oh. I think, yes, you can introduce those. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So then once you you go down into, uh, you have to do it for several, a couple weeks, I guess, to really get your weight down and then add it back slowly. Is that it?
1: That's correct. You know, I think is so funny because people ask about the fruits, and they say not all the fruits are going to be appropriate to, to lose weight because they're high glycemic, the amount of sugar. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they're not healthy. I tell them, you say once you get into that state that you're already stable, then you can reintroduce those, those uh, fruits. As a matter of fact, too, we call that the window of opportunity when you work out after you have like a 20-minute window so you can introduce a simple carbohydrate like a banana or an apple during that period of time and it's not going to do any harm. So Mm -hmm. you have to be sure that you separate your goals between weight loss and also to stay healthy.
0: Hmm. Right. Yeah, because we know fruits have those healthy chemicals, anthocyanins, blueberries and such that have antioxidants. But you do have to be careful with how many fruits you're eating. Um. Real quickly, because uh, we only have a minute. So, is breakfast really important? Um. You know, people say, should you exercise before breakfast, or you eat a breakfast and exercise? What is? What do you think of that?
1: Uh, exercise is is number one thing. I'm sorry. Uh, breakfast is number one thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That that you have to take the opportunity because once the insulin goes up spike in the morning, you have to have food in your system to counteract that. And probably if you go, um, not without breakfast, and you're gonna accumulate more fat and eventually you're going to start
0: oh. eating more at the end of the day. Okay. Interesting stuff. Uh, we'll definitely have you back to talk more about it. I want to thank my guests. This is the Dr. Lee Van Oker Show, Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Stay tuned into your health.